0: I was getting petrol just before and rolled in and I was just like craving some sugar because I've been trying to do a diet and suffice to say, it's not working. So, yeah. I desperately wanted some chocolate or something. Went in, filled up my car, which is insanely cheap right now. Um, so, I thought I can spend the extra couple bucks on a chocolate bar, surely. It's, <laughs> it's, it's my day. I'm going to splurge myself. Yeah, man. Treat yourself. So, grab the Kit Kat, put it on the bar.
1: She was like... Hang on. Hold up. Sh- okay. Kit Kat or Kit Kat Chunky? Kit Kat Chunky. How do oh, you know, dude? Okay. <laughs> it's just the only way,
0: dude. <laughs> yes. Sorry. I thought it was so obvious I didn't have to specify, but... I mean, it is, right. but... For the listeners, for the listeners, <laughs> yeah. it was Kit Kat Chunky. <laughs> and she was like, have you tried the new gold one? I was like, nah. She's like, you should try it. I'm like, nah. Stick with what I know. Stick with what's safe. And she's like, but... Once upon a time, what you knew now you didn't once know. Fuck I'm me. like, do you really want to do this right now? Come yeah. on, it's it's true, but it's 5:30. It's Wednesday. <laughs> I just let's just let's just do the small talk thing where I give you the money, you give me the All bar. How are
1: you going? Yeah, good. Yeah. See ya. Yeah. <laughs>
0: stick. I say stick with what I know. She goes, ha ha. Fair enough. But no, she keeps digging and digging, and she really wants to sell me this gold bar, and I'm like you must get commission or something <laughs> from this because you're not letting it slide. And I was like, oh, man, I'm so weak-willed. I just got fed up and I was like, fine. I'll try this fabled, illustrious gold bar. Where is it? I don't see it here on the front counter. And she's like, oh, well, it's not there. I'm like, no, and no, I can't see it at all. Do you have like a special <laughs> rack that I can't see? got Is it an under the counter kind of thing? <laughs> this a- illustrious gold bar? And she was like, oh, you know what? Actually, I don't think we have any in stock. <laughs> Damn. And I was like, for real? You wasted seven minutes of my life. I just <laughs> want to go home.
1: Hello and welcome. You're listening to Hobby Homies. We are your weekly war game and board game podcast. My name's Shane. As always, I'm joined with my co-host Fox. Howdy. And this week, we are taking a big old deep dive into 40k lore.
0: Yes. Oh, man. I've been so hyped for this for two reasons. The first reason is I haven't had to lift a finger for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> we, you said, I'm going to do Necron lore and you've ran with it because yeah. Necrons, that's your army. That's it's my jam. That's your jam. That's your marble... Marble? Mar... Mar... Help me out here. There's a, I don't
1: know where you're going with this, dude. There's a
0: jam that isn't
1: strawberry. Marmalade.
0: Marmalade. That's the yeah. one. It's like the one that old people have. Yeah, marmalade Hey, marmalade's
1: good. Oh, what's that? Marmalade's good. On toast. For,
0: yeah, I mean, yeah, but you're a boomer. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Only in spirit, dude, come on. <laughs> you're such an old soul.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're your marmalade jam, dude. Um, the first time you've ever had. You've got a billion codexes for them. So, I'm super excited because I've got a Necron arm and I'm just starting my Necron journey. Yeah. And I, I've deliberately shied away from all the law because I'm, I just want to sit here with my popcorn and my beer. And uh, in fact, join me, hobby homies, as we
1: listen to Shane uh, talk Necrons. <laughs> Crack yourself a beverage. Yes. Before I talk too much Necrons, we got some giveaways. You've already cock blocked me.
0: <laughs> so hyped to be a necron and you want to talk give oh giveaways are exciting though. It's what I do, dude. <laughs> it's what I do. Yeah, we do. We've yeah. got uh monthly giveaways. How are you Roll yeah. through them.
1: That's your job. But all right. Okay. All right. No, 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 no. You, <laughs> you tell him, yeah. dude. I better do I'm gonna something. I'm going to be talking for the next 45 minutes. So, I'll, <laughs> let you, I'll let you get behind the mic for, for a just, bit. I, I
0: was just pouring this beer, getting rid- putting my feet up, ready for a cruisy <laughs> night. You want me to talk giveaways? Fine. Fine. So, uh, a very themed giveaway this month. We're giving away a Necron Destroyer. Do they have a heavy destroyer? Locust heavy destroyer? That's the one. One of the new boys, one of the thick boys- Great model, phenomenal model. Shane has one, in fact.
1: Yeah, I built one.
0: Uh, So, all you have to do to enter this monthly giveaway is create an account on Podbean because luckily you don't already have one (laughs) and give us a follow because it helps us tremendously to get recognized and as a thank you, we'll enter you into our giveaway and hopefully give you a Necron Destroyer. Yeah. Now, the caveat to that is... We cannot message you in within Podbean. So, hit, shoot us a Facebook message or a Discord message or an email at hobbyhomies at gmail.com and let us know, hey, guys, I followed you on Podbean. My Podbean name is blah. So that if you win, we have a way of contacting you and being like, yo, homie, you won. We're sending it to you.
1: Yeah. If we can't contact you, it will go to someone else.
0: Yeah. And we will try everything. Pigeons, yeah. carrier pigeons, smoke signals. It's just- we don't know what direction to send it in if we don't know
1: who you are. So. Exactly. I started learning Morse code in, in the need, so... Oh, well, that's good. That's going to yeah. help. But again, unless
0: you know where you're sending the Morse code, what can you do? Just send it out to the airwaves, dude. And just hope they tune into your AM radio station. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, we also have a second monthly giveaway. We do two a month, one for the wider audience, one for Patreon. And the Patreon-only giveaway is a basing kit so that'll include a few little tidbits and tools and things to help you increase your base game on your models so yeah that's pretty hype
1: yeah that's 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 a good kit that's a good kit
0: and we've also currently got a hobby homies terrain tournament but we'll talk more about that after because i just want to hear some Necron law so we'll talk (laughs) about that after the episode we got prizes that we'll announce after the episode so yeah all right hang on I'm ready, I think. I got okay. my beer. Got my headphones on. Hang on. Make gotta... more a toys. <laughs> I've got to crack another one. Ah, you crack it, thank you. <laughs> what? All right. Your method for cracking beers always entertains me because I know you're using that with a little pump tool. <laughs> so, anyways.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Necrons, Shane. Who are necrons. they? Necrons. Well... <clears throat> Just as the stars first gave birth to their planets, soon oh God, did they too bring life to the newborn galaxy. The first known sentient beings to have developed a technologically advanced civilization capable of crossing the old cold depths of space was a reptilian race known as the Old Ones. Their understanding oh. of the universe gave them the ability to manipulate alternate dimensions and undertake great works of engineering. Their technology so advanced it would appear to humanity akin to arcane magic. They could cross vast gulf, gulfs of space with a single step through a myriad of warp gates they had built to connect the worlds of the galaxy. It was much like the Aldari webway of today, albeit on a much larger scale. Damn. So these, first of all, these things were lizards. Yeah, yeah, reptilians.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, lizards. <laughs> That's amazing. And now you, you said... You compared what they could do to humans, but at this stage, were they the only known sentient race?
1: Yes. Oh, one of, yeah. One of the first. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, a bunch of
0: lizards walking through gateways.
1: Amazing. Yeah. Basically, the the technology they had now, like humanity would look at it and just think it's just pure magic, you know? Wow. Yeah. Just uh, absolutely no way of comprehending, you know, how far advanced it was. Damn. The old ones had spread to countless parts of the galaxy. But they also knew that all life was precious. Where they passed, they seeded new intelligent species and terraformed thousands of worlds to make them their own. Mm. Governing them to their own predetermined environmental criteria, it is believed by some in the Adeptus Mechanicus that even Terra had felt the old ones touch long before humanity rose to self-awareness. Though this Wait. notion is considered heresy by the ecclesiarchy as the imperial creed teaches that mankind was made in the image of the god emperor before his spirit was incarnated to physical flesh and blood millennia ago. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Sure it is, emperor. Of course. Sure it is. <laughs> and you better not think otherwise, dude, or else they're coming for you. Yeah, my bad, my bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> The Old Ones had reached their height over 60 million years ago. They were responsible for the genetic advancement of the majority of the currently active intelligent species of the galaxy, including the Eldar, the Crocs, which are the precursors to the Orcs. Oh. The Slan, which I thought was a a fantasy thing, but I don't know. And the Jokero, which are monkeys.
0: Oh, yeah. You, You know them, don't you?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do. I've seen a monkey. (laughs) <laughs> the Old Ones were potent psychics who routinely used the powers of the warp for a wide variety of technological applications. They constructed a system of instantaneous faster-than-light portals through warp space that were ultimately adapted to create the Eldar's webway. These portals connected all of the Old Ones' colonies across vast swathes of interstellar space. It is said that the birth of star gods <laughs> took place during the creation of the universe itself, formed of infinite energies unleashed in... In that churning mass of unimaginable force for an age the universe was nothing more than swirling gas and dust ruled over by the incomprehensible forces of billions of young suns long before planets had formed and cooled the first self-aware entities emerged from the seas of plasma onto suns themselves these creatures became known as the katan but at this stage of their existence they bore little semblance to the terrifying entities they would later become they suckled as parasites upon the uncaring parents that bore them, shortening the lives of sons by uncounted millennia. In time, these, stem, this, these star vampirous creatures learn to fly on wings of magnetic flux, leaving their star to drift to new feeding grounds and begin the cycle anew.
0: soul, I'm having problems wrapping my pea brain around that. <laughs> What's so, up, dude? It said they suckle... You said they suckle at the uncaring
1: parents... Yeah. So, these, the Catan mm. were born from suns. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I've, uh, I've backtracked a little bit. This is just before the old ones sort of came into being.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, that's okay. That's all yeah. right. I gathered that. I gathered that. So, <laughs> the Catan were before the old ones. They were born from suns. Yeah. And they absorbed the sun's energy.
1: Yep. Yeah. yeah. To-
0: so, they, they feed from the suns. Wow. That's cool. And they yeah. don't have wings, they have like magnetic flux.
1: Oh, it's it's just magic, dude.
0: <laughs> oh. Well, I mean to us know. it's magic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So the yeah. Kitan are the precursor also to the old ones. Yeah. But I'm yes. guessing you'll get to that. Sorry,
1: sorry. Yeah, no, no, you're all right. <laughs> <laughs> Leaving their star to drift to new feeding grounds and begin the cycle anew. To the solid chunks of matter that they pass in the void, they paid no heed. This the internal fires and elect- electromagnetism of these newborn planets insufficient to even register their monstrous hunger. As the, old, as the old ones spread across the galaxy, the younger and fiercer races struggled in their wake. The Necron were was such a race, brought under a fearsome and scourging star, which uncaringly bombarded their planet with atomic winds and storms of plasma. What little information is known of the plan- of the Necronteer tells that their lives were short and punishing. Their quest for immortality was so powerful that they spent their short lives building grand tombs in a way for their legacy to continue long after their death. Damn, that's cool. Yeah, yeah I feel s- I feel
0: so sorry for the uh, Necronteer. We've been so blessed here on Earth to be born in <laughs> perfect conditions. Yeah, whereas they band. were just given. hell
1: (laughs) literally hell
0: yeah their planet was just like
1: fuck you fuck you fuck you all day every every day yeah (laughs) and they were like i don't want to be here anymore (laughs) that's man that's cool that is cool yeah the necrontia sought control of their destiny through science but they learned that they could never they could not conquer the curse that had been encoded into their bodies They they persevered Yet their accomplishments brought them nothing. Their stars still reigned as a life-giver and death-god combined. Their cities mm. were built in anticipation of their demise, the living becoming temporary residents hurrying through the sepulchers and vast tombs of their ancestors. Unable to find peace on their homeworld, the Necronteer blindly took to the stars. Using stasis crypts and slow-burning torch ships, clad in living metal to resist the age-long journeys through the interstellar void, they began to colonise distant planets. As their domain expanded across the galaxy, so did the Fractures. This began a series of civil wars which would see the destruction of dynasties and the death of kings. Sometime in their slow expansion, the Necrontyr encountered the Old Ones. The colonisation of these mystic reptilians had been far swifter than that of the Necrontyr. That and their immortality kindled a burning hatred of the Necrontyr, which ate at them spiritually as much as their hideous cancers consumed them physically. Why should one race be created such long lives while their own was cut so brutally short? That's what I was just thinking. It's <laughs> like these, these old ones have
0: got given everything, whereas these poor necrons are just happy to get off the damn planet. <laughs> exactly. And they're hawking mon- metal pieces of crap.
1: Yeah. 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 Fair enough. Justified rage, I feel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They've got reasons to be mad. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Jealousy breeds hatred and the Necrontia turned their entire civilization towards destroying the Old Ones. In their desperation to reunite their people under a common cause, the Necrontia went to war with the Old Ones. This would become known as the War in Heaven, and the galaxy would burn for an age with its fury. In their hubris, the Necrontia thought they could destroy the Old Ones and their allies, but but though their empire was vast and their wonders many, the Necrontia soon faced extinction." They were constantly outmanoeuvred by the Old One's mastery of the webway portals. In a span of centuries, the Necrontia were pushed back until they were little more than an irritation. In the face of defeat, the unity of the Necrontia began to fracture once more. No longer did the prospect of a common enemy have any hold over the desperate dynasties. Scores of generations had now lived and died in the service of an unwinnable war, and many Necrontia dynasties would have sought peace had the ruling Triarch permitted it. Oh, wow. That's, yeah, that's big. Yeah.
0: I, um, it's really putting context to my, uh, Kit Kat chunky story. Maybe that <laughs> that was kind of a minor inconvenience compared to what, uh, the Necron tier went through here. Fair. Yeah. I mean, I, fair enough, too. Like, if your planet, um, you know, your planet sucks, you start expanding, you meet, uh, you probably f- would feel on top of the world like, you're like, hey, we overcame our own star and we can certainly overcome these um, pompous, were given everything old ones, you know? Yeah. They would just, they would ha- absolutely hate them. Yeah. But it's interesting that some would have gone for peace. I guess maybe once they started losing, they would have gone like, look, these guys aren't the worst enemies. We just got off our planet. We've started to expand. We're becoming a a dynasty, you know? yeah maybe let's just sort for peace that's interesting yeah pretty uh, much
1: when they realize they won't win they're like we should just give up but the triarch are like uh no Uh (laughs) that would
0: cause some uh some problems i think yeah 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 political (laughs) issues for sure you think there's people out here hating dan andrews you think he's bad oh my gosh
1: (laughs) (laughs) the triarch exactly (laughs) exactly Thus began the second iteration of the Wars of Succession, more widespread and ruinous than they they had come before. So fractured had the Necronteo dynasties had become by then, that had the old ones been so inclined, they could have wiped out the remaining with great ease. Faced with the total collapse of their rule, the Triarchs searched desperately for a means of restoring order. In this, their prayers were answered, though the price would be incalculably high." It was during the reign of Sarek that the godlike beings known as the Katan were first blighted the Necrontia. It is unknown how exactly the Necrontia first came to encounter the Catan, as they are many contradicting tales at, of this event. Speaking, Some, oh, yes. Speaking of contradictory tales,
0: I have watched a lot of Necron stuff this last week. N- not lore. I would never, I would never do that to you. <laughs> you're cutting I've the been lunch? looking for I've been looking forward to this, but I've been watching a lot of like uh competitive things. Yeah. And uh so many people aren't sure how it's pronounced. I've heard most people call it Satan. Oh but, yeah. But I've heard games workshop managers call it Katan. Yeah. So just wanted to give the listeners a head up. If you're getting triggered by it, every time we say Katan. Uh, I don't know what to tell you. That's what we're <laughs> going to call them. Yeah. If it's Satan, I'm sorry. It's, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I was thinking that when I was writing this, because I, 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 the same thing from watching Bat Rips and that. I think it's like an American thing, maybe, that they call it Satan. Yeah. I don't know. Because you could argue, like, it's not a K, but then a C can make a K noise, you know, but then you just ask a fucking English teacher. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Oh. We'll do, we'll do research on that, but for now, if it, if it triggers you already to hear it a few times, I'm guessing over the next
1: 30 minutes, you are gonna hear it a couple more times. I should have counted how many times I've written it because I've written it a lot. A lot. <laughs> if someone can, either... can count, I'd like to know the answer. <laughs>
0: yeah. But yeah. If someone count up how many times he says Katan. Yeah. But just so as you know, either we're right or we're wrong, it's 50-50. <laughs>
1: exactly, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> carry on dude sorry for that tidbit (laughs) thank you (laughs) as there are many contradicting tales of this event some claim the Catan were discovered by the Necrontia as the Necrontia sent a probe to investigate a dying star or as claimed in the book of Mournful Night held under close guard in the black library's innermost sanctum tells rather that the raw hatred of the Necrontia held for the old ones sang out across space acting as a beacon the Catan could not ignore However so, contact occurred. The shadow of the Catan fell over the oldest dynasties first. Some Necronteer actively sought the Catan's favor and, uh, and oversaw the foregoing of living, the forging of living metal bodies to contain the nebulous essence, which is the star gods. The Catan took to the shape of the half-forgotten gods of the Necrontia, hiding their own desires beneath cloaks of epi- obsequious subservience. Oh, truth. Say that after a few beers. Well done, dude. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You've earned that. <laughs> uh, so it was, so it, was, it was that one the Catan came before the Silent King, acting as a forerunner to the arrival of his brothers. Amongst its own kind, this Catan was known as the Deceiver, for it was willfully treacherous. Yet the Silent King knew not of this Catan's true nature and instead granted the being an audience... The deceiver spoke of war fought long before the birth of the Necron between the Catan and the Old Ones. It was a war that the Catan had lost. In the aftermath, fearing vengeance from the Old Ones, the Catan had hidden themselves away, hoping to one day find allies with whom they could finally bring an end to the Old Ones. I reckon he's tricking. <laughs> well, but you know. I,
0: I mean, I don't know. but it's just <laughs> I just got a feeling something about the deceiver... I feel like he's tricking him.
1: <laughs> we didn't tell them his real name.
0: What was it? Steve. Ah, uh, yeah, I wouldn't either. <laughs>
1: <laughs> In return for their aid, the Deceiver promised to deliver everything the neck and tear craved. Unity would be theirs once again, and the immortality they had sought for so long would finally be within their grasp. No price would be there for these great gifts, the Deceiver insisted, for they were but boons to be bestowed upon valued allies. Who could say as to how much of this tale was truth? It is doubtful whether the deceiver knew, for trickery had become so much a part of his essence. Yet these, yet his words held sway over Sarek, who, like his ancestors before him, despaired at, at the divisions that were tearing his people apart. The triarch and nobles of the royal court debated for months, though, through it all, the only dissenting voice was that of Orican, the court astrologer, who foretold that the alliance would bring about a renaissance of glory, but destroy forever the soul of the Necrontyr people.
0: Hmm. Dude's smart, then.
1: <laughs> yeah, he saw dude's, it coming. He dude's saw it very coming. very smart. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no wonder his voice was so well received. Like in in hindsight, you can obviously see that. But for him to know <laughs> it in the moment, good on him. Good yeah. on him. Didn't yeah. help him, but good on him.
1: <laughs> That's it. Desire and ambition swiftly overrode caution, and Orokin's prophecy was dismissed. A year after the deceiver had presented his proposition, the Triarch agreed to the alliance, and in such had forever doomed their race. Geez, getting mm. thirsty reading all this, man. You
0: take a sip. I got a lot to say about this deceiver. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna call him Captain Tricks. <laughs> I wonder. I mean, it's probably like like they say. Maybe the deceiver didn't even know, but. Is that... I wonder if that's true. Like, did the old ones actually... Sorry, did the Katan Satan actually lose to the old ones or did they just not care about their existence at all? And, yeah, I don't know. Because if they didn't care about their existence, because they didn't care about giant planets or anything like that, they just floated from star to star absorbing its power, right?
1: Yeah, but... So, so you see, planets didn't give off any, any energy, you know? Like, they, yeah. the little energy they had was nothing compared to, like what a son would give off. Yeah, so, so they'd they popped didn't from care because they like, start to start, they yeah. They can't eat that. Yeah, but do you think pretty the, much. Uh, the,
0: <laughs> the old ones, maybe they did give off energy, so maybe they did care and did lose. Yeah. I'm just wondering if like, they, they actually just didn't care about them at all because it didn't impact them, but then they saw this, the deceiver saw an opportunity to deceive someone. It was like, oh no, we're losing, but if we work together, <laughs> we can beat them. Like, maybe they actually never fought at all.
1: yeah. 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 yeah,
0: interesting. That's cool.
1: That's right. Bit of a dick. <laughs> Bit of a dick. <laughs> and so, the Catan fulfilled their promise of immortality in the form of living metal bodies, and the great biotransference began. Colossal biofurnaces ruled day and night, consuming bodies of weak flesh and replacing them with, en- with enduring forms of living metal. As the Cyclopean machines burned... The Catan swarmed about the biotransference sites, drinking in the torrent of cast-off life energy and growing ever stronger. For all, for all but those of the ruling castes, it was the obliteration of almost all personality and free will. As Sarak watched the Catan feast on the life essence of his people, he realised the terrible depth of his mistake. In many ways, he felt better than he had in decades. The countless aches and uncertainties of organic life now behind him, his new machine body was far stronger than his frail form he had tolerated for so long, and his thoughts now swifter and clearer than they had ever been. Hmm. So now
0: I'm starting to think the Deceiver definitely was tricking him.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. He was. He was tricking. He was. He was bamboozing. bamboozing he him, was, dude. He was have,
0: He was joshing him. He was <laughs> yeah. having a. He was having a keck. <laughs> so they could. They, so their plan obviously was wait. So did these did the tear like willingly throw themselves into these
1: furnaces? Some of them did, but some of them were forced. Um, okay. I think the majority of the ruling cast did it willingly, but for most of the civilians, man, they they were forced. I'm actually glad you asked that question because um, I didn't write it down, but I remember reading something. Ghost Arcs, right? The, the the transport for Necron warriors in the game. Yeah. They yep. they got their name Ghost Arcs because they used to use those those same ships to load them up full of Necron Tear and take them uh, off and throw right. them in the in the furnaces, right? Damn. And, and they and some of them said they could see the ghosts of their ancestors above these above these ships. So that's why they got called ghost arcs.
0: Yeah. That's cool. That's yeah. cool as heck. I would never have known that about ghost arcs i would have just gone oh, it's called a ghost arc <laughs> that just gives it so much more depth when you play it or see it on the tabletop you're like that thing was originally used to ferry the necron tier into these furnaces yeah yep. where they became necrons
1: yeah they, they just go around they load up all the civilians take them off
0: yeah man yeah so it's, it's so cool because i've actually on my table to my right just got my necron army laid out yep um, because I was painting them the other night, and I pulled them all out for a picture, and it's just so cool to hear you talk about them, and then look over and I just see them in a different light. I'm like, you, you poor murderous robots.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It, you actually, you know, after this, you sort of do see them in a different light because, like, you know, they were just trying to live their life. They were just trying to, you know, not not die by the age of like 30. You know, they just yeah. wanted. They just wanted to live longer lives and not have their entire life be a build up to their death, you know?
0: Yeah. They've just, yeah. ever since their race breathed, they've had, they've just been bombarded either by yeah. their son or they finally expand, start a war. They can't win. They get absolutely decimated and they just become basically extinct and they're on their last ropes and they're like, and someone comes to them and says, Hey, oh, actually I can make <laughs> you immortal and we can beat the old ones and you can conquer the galaxy. And you're like, that's a pretty sweet gig. Yeah, it's oh, a pretty yeah. good deal. <laughs>
1: um, all right. Yet there was an emptiness gnawing at his mind, and and an in- inexpressible hollowness of spirit that defied explanation. In that moment, he knew with cold certainty that the price of physical immortality had come at the cost of his soul. With great sorrow, the silent king beheld the fate of his people. The Necrons here were now but a bit of memory. The soulless Necrons now born at their place. The Catan had fulfilled their promise. Even the lowliest of the Necrontia were blessed with undeath. Age and radiation could not erode their their new new bodies, and only the most terrible of wounds could destroy them. The Necrons enjoyed a unity that the Necrontia had never known, though it was achieved with tyranny rather than consent. Mm. The, The biotransference process had embedded command protocols in every mind, granting Sarek the unswerving loyalty of his subjects. At first, the Silent King embraced this un- this unanimity, for it was a welcome reprieve from the chaos of recent years. However, as time wore on, he grew weary of his burden, but dared not sever the command protocols for fear of his subjects seeking vengeance for the terrible curse laid upon them. Yeah. So, that
0: guy you keep mentioning, Sarek, is it?
1: Yeah, Sarek. That's the Silent King. That's the new model uh, that's come out. Yeah.
0: I, I didn't know that That was same, the same person, but I guess... Why he is called the Silent King comes into play later, but that's cool.
1: Now they were always called Silent Kings throughout like their their reign, like they've had many Silent Kings, but he was just the last one because he got you know they got turned into living metal, so they so he can't die. You know, no one can take his place. Yeah, right. Silent King King King. is just a title. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Why are they called the Silent King? I'm not sure.
1: I, I, I should have looked that up, to be perfectly oh, to, honest. <laughs> to, to,
0: when you were preparing for this episode, I'm like, this is such a big task. Like, to to try and fit the entire Necron law in anything under 10 hours is insane. <laughs> They're one of the oldest factions. Their law has been fleshed out for decades. You yeah. Know? So, there's no way you're going to know everything. Like, why the Silent King is called the Silent King.
1: Yeah. There's I can so much Google stuff that. that. I'll figure that out. <laughs> Yeah, there's so much stuff that I wanted to get in this, but I haven't. But I haven't even touched on anything from the tabletop. Like, my sources for this today have been the 5th edition codex, the 7th, the 8th, and the ninth, And also, like, what's in the core rule books, right? Yeah. Yeah. so I've just had all those codexes spread out across the whole house, like just flicking through them, and <laughs> like girlfriend's a getting little worried. Scholar. <laughs>
0: yeah. you can imagine you with like an old school lantern above it, just like <laughs> vividly studying.
1: Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Also,
0: um, uh, just a little known fact I happen to know off the top of my head, with no help from Google whatsoever. <laughs> the head of the triarch, which at this time was what was his name, Sarek. Sarek, yeah, right. Sarek. Again, pronunciation is a is a yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 Sarek. <laughs> Yeah. The head of the Triarch was always known as the Silent King, for he addressed his subjects only through the two pharaohs who ruled alongside him. Okay. So, he was the Silent King because he never spoke to his subjects. The other two that made up the Triarch yep. did on his behalf. Yep. So, there you go. And so, he was just the last Silent King in ruling before they turned from Necron to Necrons.
1: Yeah. Cool. Okay.
0: That's cool. Interesting. Very interesting. Now I have to buy the model.
1: Bloody yeah. Blood. I have That's to buy 20, the model now too. <laughs> $250 gone. <laughs> <laughs> very cool, Tim, man. man. Yeah. No longer being the frail, sickly short lives, the Necrontyr, the now powerful Necrons fought with the Catan as one, the old ones doomed to defeat. Gluttered on the life force of the Necrontyr. the empowered Catan were near unstoppable and unleashed forces beyond comprehension. Planets were burned, suns extinguished, and whole systems devoured by black holes called into being by the reality-warping powers of the Catan. Necron legions finally broached the webway and assailed the Old Ones in every corner of the galaxy. They They brought under siege the fortresses of the Old Ones' allies, harvesting the life force of the Defenders to feed to their masters. Ultimately, beset by the implacable advance of the Catan and the calamitous warp spawned perils they had themselves mistakenly released the old ones were defeated once and for all boom yeah Checkmate. old ones actually (laughs) i mean they weren't necessarily bad guys were they
0: (laughs) no i don't think so just another race yeah yeah Yeah. that's it what oh reptilian i was gonna say what kind of species were that i remember now they're they're lizards
1: they're lizard people yeah yeah damn that's cool yeah Throughout the final stages of the war in heaven, Sarek bided his time. The Catan had to be brought to account for the horrors they had wrought. And so it was that, when the Catan finally won their great war, the triumph was short-lived. With one hated enemy now defeated and the other spent from a hard-fought victory, the Silent King at last led the Necrons in revolt against the Star Gods. In their hubris, the Catan did not realise their danger until it was too late. The Necrons focused unimaginable energies of the living universe into weapons too powerful for even the Catan to endure. Being a mortal star spawn, part of the fundamental fabric of reality and impossible to destroy entirely, each Catan was instead shattered into thousands of fragments. This was sufficient to the Silent King's goals. Each shard was bound securely within the extra-dimensional space of a Tesseract labyrinth, unable to escape. Though the cost of victory was high, Millions had been killed in a consequence of rebellion. The Necrons were once more in command of their own destiny. Yet, even with the defeat of the Old Ones and the katana alike, the Silent King now saw that the time of the Necrons was over, for the moment at least. The mantle of galactic dominion would soon be passed to the Eldari, a race who fought alongside the Old Ones throughout the war in heaven, and thus had come to hate the Necrons and all their works. The Eldari had survived when the Old Ones had not. And now, the Necrons weakened through the overthrow of the Catan, could not stand against them. Yet, the silent king knew that the time of the Eldari would pass, as did the time of all flesh. Mm, big
0: play. That's a big brain play. Yeah. So, basically, went look, there's this race now, now because of our fight with the Catan, Satan, whatever. <laughs> we cannot in any way, shape or form, because they, they also just fought with the old ones, didn't they? So, they fought with the Old Ones, with the power of the Catan, won, then they fought the Catan. Now, there's like, they'd be absolutely disheveled and fractured.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There wasn't much left of them.
0: And now, there's the Eldari of all things. So, you go, look, we can't actually beat them, but we can't die. So, let's just have a kip and (laughs) eventually, they'll die and we'll come back. Exactly. That was the plan, dude. Smart. Yeah. Big brain. Big brain, Silent King.
1: (laughs) That's it so it was that the silent king ordered the remaining necrons to convert their cities into grand tomb complexes threaded with stasis crypts now it is time to let the Eldari shape the galaxy for a time they were but ephemeral while the necrons were eternal Sarek's final command was for his people to slumber for 60 million years but to wake ready to reclaim the galaxy and rebuild their dynasties in their former glory as the silent king's final order was given and the vaults sealed shut. He destroyed his command protocols by which he had controlled his people, for he knew that he had failed them utterly. Without a backwards glance, Sarek, the last of the silent kings, sailed into the blackness of intergalactic space to find whatever solace or penance he could. Canaptec constructs acted as guardians and keepers of the tombs, repelling any roaming explorers or treasure hunters unlucky enough to wander into their midst.
0: Hmm... There was something <sighs> really cool about what you said in the previous section about the Catan Shards being sealed away in these Tesseract vaults, effectively. Yep. There's a model of a Catan,
1: isn't it, breaking out of a Tesseract vault? Yeah. I don't think he's or- breaking out. He's like he's like still chained in there. Right. Um, oh, right. That's the, that's the squiddy looking one, yeah, where he's got like all the little... energy beams coming off him yeah
0: yeah that's the transcendent uh trend yeah whatever it is and i was like i mean until today that was just a model to me i was like oh yeah tesseract vault's got a weird dude in there i don't know if he's powering it or if he's being attacked by it or whatever but now like just hearing that and adding all that context i'm like he's he's trapped in that vault man
1: yeah they like i think the vault likes uses his energy so, like, yeah, he's, he's okay. trapped in, there like, a prison cell, but yep. uses his energy to power, like, the weapons and all that sort of stuff.
0: Yeah. He uses his energy against him, too, probably to, like, keep him in there.
1: Yeah. yeah. Damn. Yeah.
0: And so, the Silent King, King sort of... He's... He all... Every, everyone went to sleep, but he just went off into the big wide
1: universe, immortal, trying to yeah. find something. Yeah, basically he just he just did a a mic drop and just left, and he's like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, I failed you, pretty much, yeah, and he's just so he just sailed off because he's sort of like it's like a self-imposed exile. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, why sixty million years? I don't it's know. Funny, like, you, it's just a number. He, yeah, he put, he put a clock on it, didn't he? He did, yeah. He yeah. was like, I'm going to need some time. I'm going to need <laughs> a little bit of time to recover from this one. I'd say... I
1: need, I need some me time.
0: <laughs> yeah, a bit of me time. You yeah. guys have a snooze. These Eldar... You know, they're fleshed. They'll probably phase out. I'll give them uh, 60 million years, roughly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And even then, he was wrong. Eldar is still a thing.
1: They're still going. Yeah, I think they're, they're in no way they're, like their former glory, but... For sure, yeah. They're still going. Yep.
0: Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he's probably right. I mean, like, this is probably a good time to come back when there's so many different fact. Like, because of the fall of the Eldar, yeah, you know, they're no longer like you said the powerhouse that they could have been. So, hey, yeah, as good as time as any.
1: Yep. Yeah. Well, um,
0: that's all I've got, dude. <laughs> nice man. That's, I that- got up
1: to the bedtime. Yeah. For the Necrons. and yeah.
0: nap time, man. Yeah. The- that's perfect too because that leaves it open for what I'm even more excited about and that's a part two. Yeah. <laughs> N- think of it like Necrons wake up, Silent King returns. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm, ex-
1: I'm excited for more, to be honest.
0: Yeah, I'm yeah. excited. It's very cool. There's just so and- much
1: like after the, you know, the the waking and the, and the process of waking, like without going too much detail, but... The Flayer Curse. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah true. There's heaps. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool too. It's a good time because like there's probably a lot of people that went out, bought Indominus boxes or have seen the new dope Necron models and are getting into Crons like me, for example. And they've got... Well, I mean, I knew that they'd be an exp- they'd have an expansive law, but I'm like, ah, oh, there's so many different places to look. So, I'm glad you were... Thank you for some, you know, coll- collating all these different codexes that you have and bringing this information <laughs> welcome, to dude. me on a You're silver welcome. platter, dude.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, look, I'm, I'm no public speaker. I've never done much public speaking, but I yeah. hope that went all right.
0: Yeah, dude. I loved, I loved it. It's cool. a good, it's like, uh, it's, it's the, the perfect part one for the Necrons because that is their life. That, that's been their entire, what do you call it, history. It's yeah. like pre-awakening, post-awakening. So
1: yeah, and and the majority of is is before they even became the Necrons. You know, like that's it. The, it's the Necrontier. It's the flesh and blood before they, before they yeah gave their soul to uh, to become immortal. Yeah, I wonder what they
0: look. To, does anyone, or is it ambiguous what they looked like before while they were Necrontier? Were they I've humanoid? S-
1: seen like artwork like throughout the the research but um humanoid yeah they're basically like they're two legs two arms very skinny very like sickly looking like yeah
0: i guess because they were absolutely bombarded with radiation
1: yeah 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 they They were all kinds of fucked up
0: yeah yeah fair (laughs) enough i don't blame it's not their fault
1: (laughs) no no but, I uh, mean, I know, uh, yeah.
0: I know they didn't win. I know they got the short end of the stick, but I mean, uh, I suppose they lost their soul. So that's pretty big. I was gonna say, you know, being immortal robots that effectively can't be killed. Yeah, it's pretty dope.
1: Yeah, but if you kept yeah. your personality, like a lot of the like the Praetorians and the Witch Guard and all the high-ranking um, figures, they've kept the majority of theirs, but like the warriors they've got fuck all that's left of their own personality you know they're just they're just mindless drones really yeah yeah damn that yeah. sucks there's there's like there's some really good novels um i've read a couple of them one's called uh, damnos i think no oh, i can't think of it off of my head but there's a couple of good ones which are from necron's point of view um and there's actually there's one where it's a tomb world that's just waking up but they start becoming afflicted with the flare curse. Um, and oh. it's like, of the point, it's the point of view of this like female overlord. And like throughout the book, she's just becoming like more and more mad. Um, That's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. Really cool. But um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, oh, it so it's so cool. It's also cool.
0: Um, MJ, one of our Discord users, posted about a overlord, a Necron overlord I'd never heard of before. Um, Trazine, I think it's pronounced. Oh, the, the Infinite. Trazen the Infinite, yeah.
1: Yeah, you haven't heard of him.
0: Never heard of him. He's yeah. the
1: Collector, dude. The,
0: exactly. <laughs> um, so, for those that don't know, it sounds like he's, uh, he's like, um, yeah, the Collector, like from the Marvel series. I don't know if people have watched. Uh, is he, which, which, he starts in Guardians of the Galaxy, but he's in the extended MCU. Anyway, he's yeah, a Collector yeah. of like... Um, Tidbits, so, artifacts and relics yeah. and things like that, but
1: his relics are a little bit odd. Yeah. If you they go on be- 1, 1D4chan one and look up trays in the Infinite, it gives you a list of what he's got. Oh, fucking really? Hilarious. Yeah, it's fucking hilarious, dude. <laughs> it's he's got, so like, good. cat
0: paws and, like, um, uh, ripped cages.
1: And- I think he's got Elvis, um, and oh. it's just, like, <laughs> it's just so random, like, but... Oh, but from so what good. I
0: remember reading, he's just like so driven by the desire to collect things that like the Necron army loves him because he's so he'll just go and and raid a planet for its artifacts and they'll be like oh sweet he's just leading a war that he's winning like well, yeah. he's conquering this planet yeah so he can get like rabbits poor or whatever yeah he he well, showed up p-
1: he showed up right before um, Kadia fell to the Black Legion and he, oh, right. And he- yeah, and he took some some uh, trinkets from there too. Trinkets. I can't I can't remember that's what exactly. It's basically what it is though to him, dude. He's just got like this like this mantelpiece and he just goes around and just collects things and just sticks it on there. He's like a magpie, you know, picking up shiny things.
0: Dude, I've just decided that's I'm theming my army around this dude, man. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I'd yeah. love to like have a bunch of Necron warriors just like um with like little packs. Like little pouches with trinkets in it yeah. that they've collected for him throughout <laughs> the battle.
1: <laughs> yeah. One's got like a Game Boy Color or something on it. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> That's dope. But you know what's cool? You know, he probably... This goes back to them losing their personality. He was probably like an archaeologist or, yeah. you know, like a, a professor of some sorts in the Neffron
1: Yeah. He would have had some sort of like, of his, like yeah, that kind of background.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, what do you call it? When they keep history historian whatever and then through the fall and slumbering and waking up and you know his personality's changed now that he's still got that but it's it's demented it's it's changed you know well it's interesting
1: it's almost become a protocol instead of a personality trait exactly dude and with that there's um there's one overlord called nemesore zandrek he his when he woke, um, his basically mind did a reset. Right, he thinks he's flesh and blood Necrontyr. He thinks oh. his his army are flesh and blood fighting other Necrontears during their their little civil wars that they had. Oh um, shit! Yeah, but he's he's on sort a of bodyguard, um, Ob Obron Vanguard Obron or something like that. And he basically, like, he knows what's going on. He knows that he, this guy's losing his mind, yeah, yeah. But, he, but he protects him, right? He looks after him. He makes sure he doesn't get himself into shit, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, there's just little things like that, man. Like, That's just so, cool. just, yeah, so awesome.
0: Reminds me of uh, Rogue One, as most things do, how they've got um, the older Jedi and his uh, bodyguard who knows is uh, an old fool protects yeah. him anyways <laughs> yeah yep yep
1: oh yeah oh, yeah, that's, yeah cool. that's so cool
0: yeah damn man thanks for that that was awesome
1: no no worries dude i uh hope you enjoyed hope the listeners enjoyed bit of uh necron law there only a, a fraction of what what that a really shard, is if you will a shard yep <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah that's cool yeah it's uh yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm actually probably gonna just uh, delete my audio file and just listen to you talk about Necrons for 40 minutes <laughs> while I uh, paint my Necrons later tonight. So, appreciate it, dude. Sure, dude. <laughs> um, but before we finish up, we did say we we're going to talk about the Hobby... No, Hobby Homies Terrain Tournament.
1: That's the one.
0: Now, we just wanted to make something that sounds cool. It's not an actual tournament. Oh, I no. Should, <laughs> I should make that clear. <laughs> um, so, the premise of this is it goes for all of... What, what season are we in? Spring. Spring. Yeah. So, it ends on the last day of November, which is six weeks away.
1: Yeah. November so 30. Like,
0: November 30. Entries yeah. close. And so, basically, it's all you have to do is take a photo of um, a piece of terrain that you're working on before you start. Or if it's a scratch build terrain, just keep us up to date with like... You just send us a thing and say, "Hey, I'm planning on building this out of nothing," yeah. You know, and then you send yeah. us progress pictures. And there's an event on the Hobby Homies Facebook page for it. Just post in there and message us on there and keep us up to date with your works. It's not a tournament. That's just a cool name we gave it. We are <laughs> we've, we've got a panel of judges, which is cool. Yeah. Obviously, we're gonna judge different categories, but most of the categories are just how much time and care you put into it we don't care if you're a golden demon painter it's not like that it's just you know you know you can tell when you look at something hey they you know they just knocked some things together and dry brushed it versus holy shit someone actually like took some time to pick out details and like attention to detail is one of the categories for example yeah yeah so it can
1: be it can be plastic kids it can be mdf kids like fox yeah. said it can be scratch built 3d printed we've got people doing bits of everything
0: yeah Sh- shane's doing a whole horde of because uh, yeah i mean you and me can't enter so we <laughs> thought it would be we'll keep it ambitious for ourselves i'm doing like the entire necromunda terrain it's going to be yeah. quick it's going to be dirty but it's going to be a whole terrain board some yeah. people might just have a lamppost you know whatever you want That's if it's it. going
1: on your game board it's terrain I just pulled out everything in my cupboard. I'm just like, I'm going to do as much of this as I can and just took a photo of all this stuff, which was built, primed, new on sprue, just that my gaming table was just covered. So, I'm like, I'm just going to do whatever I can of this shit. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: It's just a good excuse to get stuff done. However, to entice you, there's some juicy prizes. Yes. So Very juicy. For first place, you get a Hobby Homies trophy, um, which is... it's a. It's going to be a pretty legit trophy, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We'll post it to you.
0: We'll post it to you, along with a 40K, Warhammer 40K recruiter starter set. Yeah. So, it's a little starter set with some Space Marines, some Necrons, a little bit to get you started or expand your existing
1: armies. Hell
0: yeah. Uh, we've got second and third prize as well. What are oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> second prize, uh, they get a Hobby Homies paint holder. Um, so, that's basically, yeah, like a paint rack paint and brush rack with nice little Hobby Homies emblem on there. Cool.
0: Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I'll take one. Except we, you can't, can't, have we one. can't win. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and third prize is just a little Hobby Homies gift pack, which is a little patented thing that we do on our live episodes. We give away these little gift packs. But yeah. So, yeah. first, second or third, you'll get prizes. Um the biggest prize of all is getting some terrain done, but I mean those True. things are nice too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. That's it, dude. Yeah, I think that I think that's
1: us, man. I think it is. Yeah, absolutely, man. That's um, my brain is in Necron mode, so.
0: Yeah, I bet, dude. I bet, <laughs> I bet all you are. I bet you're gonna go to sleep tonight, just uh, thinking of krons.
1: Just gonna be dreaming of ones and zeros, dude. what is just before we go what is the flayer curse the flayer curse so the flayer curse is happens again i'm not too sure on the gory details which will be coming gory too yeah very gory (laughs) basically um the during their their wake up their, their their you know their alarms going off they're getting out of bed something goes wrong inside their mind and they start developing this curse which they they basically speak static um and they begin to cover their bodies in flesh damn yeah that's cool yeah and they can they try and consume it but it just falls out their skeleton because they're robots yeah of course Um, yeah 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 that's cool i just wanted forward to learning about that one
0: yeah i've heard it referenced a few times with obviously the flayed flayed ones yeah um but I wasn't too sure and i i didn't want to let I'll let the episode go and forget about it. Um, <laughs> but just quickly before we go, I'm going to run through our patrons and oh, give them yeah. a shout out because like obviously nothing that we do could be done without them. You may notice no. a difference. Um, on some episodes, in most of our episodes, we give a little spiel about our patrons, what they've been up to, who they are, all that kind of stuff. We are at the amazing point where we actually have so many patrons that was actually taken up a massive part of our episodes. <laughs> yeah. So, we want to give them a shout out to recognize them every episode because they deserve at least that. Um, and then, once a month or, you know, a couple of times a month, we'll talk about them in the length. Yeah. A bit we of just, an update. Yeah. We just yeah. know that moving forward, we're not going to be able to do that every single episode because we want to be able to talk about Necrons for 15 minutes, you know, <laughs> <laughs> instead of Necrons for 30 and giveaways for 10, you know. So, yeah. Less housekeeping, but our undying love and gratitude for you, Patreons, can never be ceased. No,
1: that's right. Without you guys, we wouldn't be here doing two episodes a week. We'd we'd probably still be here talking to each other, but it's probably just each other,
0: not recording.
1: So, yeah, Yeah. massive thank you to Final Dinosaur, Foggy Highway, Churchy, Dave, Rory, Caitlin.
0: Yeah. Arkham Leper, although he's changed his name many times in our Discord. <laughs> <laughs> Wack the Ewok, Joe, Lethal, and MJ. Thank yeah. you guys. You're our OGs. We have many more Patreons, many more Discord users, but obviously we don't have, we don't have time to thank you all, but thank you all.
1: <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Discord, uh, it's just insane the community we have there. So if you haven't joined yet, jump in. You can find the link on hobbyhomies.com. Everyone's, it's like not, nearly non stop. You know, maybe a couple of hours in the early hours of the morning where it's quiet, but people are sharing what they're, what they're painting, what they're building, games they're playing. We've got the hobby hangout, which sporadically we jump in there and we all just chill out and talk and, and hobby together. Um, yeah, yeah. Fox a- and Final Dinosaur were playing CSGO while the rest of us were hobbying. So, you guys can do that too if you want. <laughs> yeah.
0: Hey, man, he he, uh, he issued a challenge. I accepted, it. So, I downloaded CSGO and we one v one to each other. <laughs> yeah, dude. It was good fun, man. It was good fun. That's it. That's but it. yeah, it is It is good. We got such a good crew in there. You guys are amazing. Um, yeah. The, I, I froth it. It's the I've muted every other Discord except for that one. Yeah, same. And <laughs> e- even then, my phone stills just going off. So, you guys are amazing. Thank you. Yeah, jump at the Discord. It's a good time. And yeah, I, I froth these hobby hangouts. That we we just did one the other night as a just on a whim on the advice of Jace and yeah. one of our Discord users and host of the TCG podcast. And we were like, "That's a great idea." So we all just jumped in there, painted some stuff, chatted together. It was great. So. We have to do many more of those. Hells yeah. Anyways, you've listened to us enough. We're out. <laughs> Be free. Be free, friends. <laughs> R- Ride right off into the sunset like the Silent King. Exactly. And, le- and leave us to slumber.
1: <laughs> On his boat. He-, he had to have a margarita table, yeah? I
0: don't know, man. He seemed pretty beat up. But maybe he <laughs> did. Maybe it was like, I both deserve this margarita <laughs> and... Need a drink.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just
0: need a drink. It's been a long day. Yeah, it's, He
1: didn't even put the umbrella in there because it wasn't that it wasn't a party.
0: That's right. Someone gave him this margarita with an umbrella. He's like, you know what? Take the umbrella out. I just I do not deserve that. It has exactly. been a bad day, to say the least. Yeah. They're like, what happened? They're like, okay, so like there were these old ones. <laughs> And this <laughs> guitar <laughs> Anyways We've been Hobby Hammies I've been Fox I've been Shane. Shane
1: Oh you're you've, Shane You've been listening hey, Nice.